0: 493 of the pop culture roundtable the podcast that's really just three children stacked up in a trench coat in this episode we talk about epcot festival of the arts and the most anticipated tv shows in 2023 i'm andrew sale i'm lauren rubin i'm patrick hill so one episode ticket please for me a totally real adult every episode by going around the table which is where we talk about things that are new fun and noteworthy about our weeks lauren tell us about your week
1: i've been trying to catch up on a lot of the movies that came out last year that i missed since we're like in award season and everything is kind of floating around right now um i watched the menu i really liked the menu such a funny movie i bet you did i it's such a funny movie yeah i was laughing so hard like (laughs) (laughs) you don't think it was funny no. Wait, you really didn't think it was funny at all? Like, it's definitely supposed to be funny. Like, <laughs> there is, I know it's a satire, so
0: it is supposed to have some degree of comedy. Like, I get that. But I told Patrick it was a um, culinary midsummer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, I, mean, not, like, I mean, like, I, I would actually say it's a lot more like Velvet Buzzsaw, that movie with like Jake Gyllenhaal, where like the art eats the artists and stuff. Like, that is the movie it most reminded me of. I it, didn't find that movie funny, by the way. <laughs> All these movies are so funny.
0: <laughs> Man, you, you could not paint a better a better picture of how you and I are different. I yeah. <laughs> come out the gate saying, This movie was so funny. Like
1: what? I did think, like, the menu has some, like, ups and downs, but, like, there's some points where, it, like, is genuinely suspenseful, but I think, like, overall, I found it pretty funny, and it was definitely, like, a good movie to catch up on.
0: I'm not gonna say that it's a bad movie, but it is, it does not get my, it does not get my comedy endorsement.
1: <laughs> I, I love that we have such different reactions to it, like, that's funny, <laughs> honestly.
0: That's crazy. Patrick heard a totally different review of this movie Andrew's <laughs> review
2: convinced me not
0: to watch the movie yeah I didn't tell I didn't tell him not to watch it I didn't tell him not to watch it but I told him it was a culinary Midsummer. what's funny is that I repeated your review to Gabe and by calling it that he was immediately like oh I don't want to see it
1: I don't know if that's exactly what I would call it I'm gonna but like we will
0: be on opposite ends of the spectrum for this one I don't yeah, I don't that's do okay. I don't regret having watched it I regret having watched Midsommar <laughs> like that movie that movie did things to me like psychologically that I don't love. I don't love re like.
1: Yeah, I don't think that the menu is is like cuts that deep. Pun no. pun. Fully intended. Like yes. I think that it's like a little more surface level on like what is trying to even say or get to. Like it's just yeah. a little bit more inner- easier movie to watch so overall. It's a little bit, a little bit yeah. more bite size.
2: Yeah. The more I think about Midsommar the more I actually really genuinely like the movie, but I have no desire to ever see it again. No,
1: <laughs> it's just it's, it. it's it's so intense.
0: It's so yes. intense. Anyway. All right. All right. Go on. Speaking we've watched, we watched, the, that, we watched the menu. We've, yeah, so we've all watched Speaking of it.
1: movies that give you an intense reaction, I also watched The Banshees of Inishirin, and I was so angry after I watched this movie. And then I kind of like talked it out loud with Trevor, because I'm like, this movie's so stupid. This is what happens. And I'm like, well, now that I say this out loud, I think I actually understand this movie better, but I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was Andrew's reaction to Glass Onion, almost exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, yeah i i do yeah. actually
1: think this is like a really good movie it's just like it's kind of a frustrating story and it's so, like i like that it made me like feel a lot of things it's just funny that I was just like ah like at the end of it have you guys seen it yet
0: no i i've never even heard of this film and i i don't know that i have a desire
1: i think this movie is just like very interesting like i've ne- like it's just provoking in many many ways and so like i thought it was like definitely like worth seeing like the the premise of the movie is like so absurd it's like really just like This guy comes up to his best friend and tells him he doesn't want to be friends anymore. But they live on this, like, tiny island and can't get away from each other. So the situation just keeps escalating. Like, it is so ridiculous. But, uh, like, obviously this is going to be nominated for a lot of awards, which is kind of what put it on my radar. It's on HBO if you want to check it out. Like, you guys do not sound interested at all. So I will just move on from this. And then, like, totally not in that category. I watched Matilda the Musical on Netflix just for something fun to watch after all this shit. And it is so fun. I really like it. It's very different than the, like, 90s version, which I I love that version. I wouldn't say this is, like, better or worse. It's just kind of a completely different take. And the fact that it's a musical, obviously, is, like, completely different like it takes place in England like it doesn't really even feel totally like the same like when things started to happen that are like the same as the movie I was like oh yeah I I remember that part where they break into her house and like you know like I just like it was so like taking me away from what I remembered that like it felt fresh and like so I really like this movie the music is like really good it's like some of the lyrics are so freaking clever and smart like with the puns that they have in it And, and there's this like song where they are like running through the school and they like sing the like chorus of it first and you don't realize what they're doing but then they run through the school and you realize that they're saying all the letters of the alphabet in the song like in the sentence that they're singing it is freaking genius it's really cool I like the choreography it's very impressive they have like tons of kids that they coordinated to do all this dancing and like um, like some of it's gone viral on TikTok but it's just like really cool really awesome lots of fun like it's a really cute movie Matilda is Mackenzie's favorite film Oh, I like that. Have you guys watched this one? No. Oh, I definitely think you should check it out. <laughs> the
0: Matilda, did they pull song? maybe you said this, um, did they pull songs from the Matilda
1: Broadway show for this? I believe, I, I've never, I'm not familiar with the Broadway show, so it might be actually the exact same thing. It's like the Revolting Children song and like all that. So, uh, Crider's confirming, it is the same as the Broadway musical. Like, Okay, it's great. Really, yeah. We, oh, he says that they cut a couple songs. I feel like they clearly cut scenes that happen in between the singing as well because some of the songs came up and I was like, this feels a bit disjointed, but that's like kind of my only complaint. I thought it was a really fun movie. Um,
0: yeah. And
1: that's just on Netflix if you want to check it out. <laughs> um, and then finally, last but not least, The Last of Us premiered last night. And I saw one yes. of the put, uh, put this as our like question in chat. Like, I really enjoyed this premiere. I don't know very much about the game, I've never played it. I've I've seen a little bit of gameplay and then like when Last of Us 2 came out people were talking about it so much that I like did read a summary of kind of what happens in both games but that was like eight years ago at least so I don't remember a so lot of So you only details. remember
0: 95% of the characters names <laughs> <laughs>
1: You remember I remember characters like there are zombies they come from mushrooms like they the the characters are named like Joel and Ellie like and like the guy's daughter died which like that happened in this episode and then she had we find out like she's wait wait wait, wait don't, don't is that a spoiler
0: don't say things people have I things. for Andrew it's a spoiler yes yeah don't say things about it
1: Okay, well, I okay, so I knew like very basics of the story, I guess, and then like one spoiler that will happen in probably like season two or three or whatever, because this show. Don't say that one. <laughs> Just kidding. No, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, like, based on this premiere episode, this is going to be a pretty successful show. I really liked the premiere. Did was you guys it two watch
0: hours? It? Yeah, I watched it. Was it two hours?
1: I think it was close to like it was like eight an hour and a half. I think it was like eighty five minutes or ninety minutes. Okay. It felt,
0: it felt long, not in a bad way. Like I kept thinking like, Oh, we're only get, we're going to get just to this point. And then it kept going. I was like, Oh, okay. We're getting more story. And then I started to drift off. Cause I had only allocated like 50 minutes before I was going to go to bed. And so I started to drift off a little bit towards the end. And I'm like, this is not an hour long. This is definitely longer yeah. than an hour. It was, right. it was very good. There was one very eerie piece of it with the old lady. I'm not yeah. going to say what happens, but the old lady in the, before everything happens just this really subtle thing that was out of focus in the back of one of the scenes and i was like that's creepy <laughs>
1: there's a yeah. lot of stuff that i just like could gush over i think this was like really cool I, I, on the like length question like i was listening to the podcast that they do they did say they originally had this as the first two episodes and oh, okay. condensed that, and that made a lot of sense but i mm-hmm. think like you had to get the two of them together before this kicks off cuz like you need to care about both of them for the whole show to work, so I think that was like yeah, that that's that, true. That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to see where this goes. This feels like I have the excitement with this that I used to have with with The Walking Dead. Yeah, and I love Pedro Pascal. So just like I love
1: him, and I love yeah. Bella Ramsey. She's little Mormont. Like love her.
0: <laughs> I did not love her character in in uh, uh, what's it called Dungeons and Dragons, Dragon They've Lord. Been- in Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, that's You are what it was.
1: literally the only person on Earth who didn't like Leanna Mormont. Like, what is wrong with you?
2: <laughs> she was like B.A.
1: Yeah. yeah. She was like the <laughs> only one She stabbed a giant in the s- eye before she died.
0: <laughs> she, she would like stand up to anybody. She didn't care. I yeah. guess I just, maybe I'm mixing my feelings. It's been a while since I've seen it, but maybe I'm mixing my feelings with her. Feels with like the, you've never seen it. With yeah. The, with the kid- Everyone loves her. With the kid who- there, there's two extremes. There's her who was doing all this stuff that was way too adult for her, and then there was this other kid who was way too uh, much of an adult to be still breastfeeding. Like I'm oh, like Robin
1: Aaron. <laughs> I just have a
0: hard time with children. They don't have a good sense of like wh- what children should be doing in that show. So I just if it's a if it's a kid, I just feel like they're wildly inappropriate, regardless of what it is, ever it is that they're doing.
1: I mean, that's kind of an environment where like children don't belong, and <laughs> that's sort of the point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Patrick, tell us what you've been watching.
2: <laughs> no, not yet. I'm going to tell you in my upcoming shows, I lied, because uh-huh. one of my anticipated shows, I it just came out this week. And so I, I might as well just mix them together. It works out So Still great. counts, yeah. But I do want to tell a story. Today, I went to, uh, today we were recording on Monday, um, I went to an MLK rally. And initially... You did? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> After the conversation we were having last night. That's yeah. Funny and
2: too. initially I wasn't going to go. Yeah. Hence the conversation we had. And then I realized like, no, it's, it's, an, it's important that as a person that I love justice. Like, I think that's an important thing. And so um, uh, I decided to go. And when we got there, we got there like, it was this weird thing that... Everybody that entered first ended up being the last ones to come out, okay? So because we got there like right as it was about to start, we were like at basically the like near the front of this march. And so I told um the person I was standing beside like I think I'm too f- I think I'm too close to the front. Like I don't think I should be up here the, f- the
0: face of this.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I was like let's like let's try to like come go back a little bit, okay? And um I heard someone yell "tall guy," and a guy came up to me and said, "Hey, can we move you?" And I and, and I was thinking like, "No, I I get it. Like I'm I'm headed that way myself. Like sure." Um, and he goes, "Because of your height, people can see you. Can we bring you up to the front?" And so. This, I'm going to share a picture real quick. So you are the face of this march. So, <laughs> so, so hold on, hold on. So here we go. <laughs> Let me zoom in. So this is me here. Uh, <laughs> so th- this, is, this is all the people like going back that way. I'm here. This is the mayor of our city. Uh-huh. Nice. This is the bishop that was like the lead person speaking. <laughs> This is one of the other people that was speaking, and then there's me, <laughs> like dead center,
1: uh, in, a pink in this hat March. that you can't miss. <laughs>
2: did, yeah, wearing shorts
0: and a hot pink hat. I was gonna say, can I ask you? Did, did Gabe shave into a mustache for this event? Maybe
1: because it, so sure like it. <laughs> so it sure Gabe looks like it.
2: It sure looks like it. Earlier. There's Gabe right there,
1: <laughs> so it's just... he was also pulled aside for his tallness.
2: <laughs> he did, yeah, we both ended up getting pulled aside, so this was the march that happened, and uh, I, so the funny. one I wasn't going to go to, and now uh there I am so you um, are you are in the center
0: you are in the annals of history forevermore
2: <laughs> so it, wow. it was a it was a really good event like i I did very much enjoy it uh, and, I'm gl- and I'm glad that I went, but it was just a, a hilarious um. Yeah, I, f- I felt
0: like I might be detracting from what's going oh, well, on, and then I got. I wonder up if to the you front. can get your next haircut uh, for free because you are you're. That's right. So, I am repping. Featured so
1: prominently,
0: I am repping the <laughs> <Ed> travelers. <laughs> See, I always <laughs> wear my. You're um, doing all this that's uh, my problem.
1: Free advertising, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah. Exactly. Um, so anyway, that that's that's what I did today. Outside of that, I will say we did play. Um, we did play the. Um,
0: Happy Little Dinosaurs.
2: Oh, Happy so Little cute. Dinosaur. Um, I know that we talked about it on the show, but now I've played it. It's worth it. I actually hadn't played it when I talked about it, remember? It, it is mm-hmm. one of those things that it has, um, the way the mechanics are set up, it, it might as well be a other roll of the dice because there are so many no you, no know you, no know you, like cards that kind of go out. So it, But if you would like that type of gameplay where like nothing is certain, like you play a card but that doesn't really mean anything it's very enjoyable but the the positive thing is it's very quick. Uh, it is very so quick. you can I mean we had one game that i think was like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, you had so. one
0: game that lasted 2 minutes before you died. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the bad thing is that
2: like you could lose really fast.
0: You there were four turns you can die potentially in 3. Patrick died yeah. by turn 4. <laughs> yeah.
2: So that's um, only maybe negative about the game is how quickly you can die but the artwork, the cutesy statements, all this stuff make up for
0: it. So I I do also
2: recommend and that the And the is so puberty the
0: puberty expansion it. was very fun. Like legitimately, like the cards are written really well. It's right up our alley in terms of brand of humor. And uh-huh. Lauren, it being dinosaurs, will just send it over the top. So when we all get together, I want it just for the soon, little
1: wooden meeple things the like meeple. the dinosaurs. Like they're so cute. <laughs> we um
0: uh we need to we need to get together again, all three of us just Because we need to. And then when we do, we'll play that game. It was a game that Mackenzie kept asking to play over and over again. Oh, nice. I really like their games.
1: Like, we played um, Here to Slay, like, not that long ago. And it's like, I really enjoyed it. And then, like, played Mm -hmm. it again the next couple times. Like, it's been really a good one. Like, they just do a good job.
0: They do. All right. That's it for me. Andrew. All right. I'm going to do some things in rapid succession because we've got... uh, I've got a lot of things I want to show. So, um... A few months ago, maybe it was no, maybe closer to a year ago, I um I had a I had cu- um commissioned somebody at work, her daughter makes those knit characters, remember? I did that fox mm-hmm. with the the Mickey hat. Well, I commissioned a couple other things and this was one of the things that got delivered <laughs> to me today. It's a oh little Donald. Wow. Mm-hmm. How cute is that little thing?
1: He's That's just so a cute, cute little guy. He's so round.
0: She still doesn't have, a, like, an Etsy store or anything, so I can't send you to her to... I, every time I get something from her, I say, is there a store I can send people to? Because I'm getting ready to show like a bunch of people. Or, like, any social media? Nothing. She has nothing oh, up man. right now. Oh, so, so great. Maybe someday you'll be able to buy one of these things. They're really cute. She's good at it. Um, and then I... Uh, for Christmas, I got from um, Becca's mom, I got a couple of really cool things. One is the thing I've been drinking out of this whole time. Um, and it's this glass... Like a pint glass, but it's got Mickey on it. But this is vintage. Like she got it at an antique store. Um, So uh, she found it at an antique store. So I'm thrilled to be drinking out of this. It's really hefty. Like it's nice and thick and sturdy. It's one of those glasses you could probably drop and it wouldn't break. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) And then she also gave me this. uh, You remember uh, probably two years ago or so, maybe a year and a half ago, I got a candle that smelled like Walt's office. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, you got ripped off by that guy on the side of the road. Uh, yes, I remember uh, that. but I have a new candle that I think, Patrick, you might like just a little bit more. And it it's, smells like Walt's orifice. It is the 33 Club 33 scented candle. Uh, it's from Parks, uh, Park Sense. I don't know if it smells like it. I haven't been to P- Club 33 in a couple of years, but I can tell you it smells really freaking good. It's got kind of a patchouli and lavender smell to it. Anyway, um, that's cool. If you want to get something like that, uh, you can get those things. And then uh, a couple other things that I've gotten over the last few months, they've kind of upped their tiki game with um, Disney has for the Trader Sam's. And uh, there's an East Coast and a West Coast Trader Sam's. One is the Grog Grotto. Grog Grotto. Grog Grotto is what it's called in Florida. And then the Enchanted Tiki Hut is the one that's in California, the original one. Um, and I'm going to show you a couple of these. Are all from the same artist, uh, and uh, my my buddy and our friend Jedi Robbies. Uh, he and I we go back and forth. He gets the East Coast. He gets the East Coast ones from me and Becca, and uh, I get the West Coast ones from him because they sometimes do just different colorways and they they release different things. So one of those things is this is the uh, California. no, this is the Florida colorway of Monstro.
1: Oh, that's awesome! So
0: this is the Monstro Tiki. It's pretty rad. Yeah, and that it's looks got incredible. Like, it's like bone colored, right? It looks yeah. like Monstro. For if you're if you're just listening, it looks like Monstro from Pinocchio. It's not just bone um, colored, yeah, but cool. it looks like it is carved from bone. Yeah, it looks like yes, it's yes. carved out of a bone. Yeah. yeah, and then this is the um this is the California version, the West Coast version. And it's color, oh, so totally it's blue. Yeah. yeah, blue. Um, same sculpt, but you it's know blue. That, like the Japanese waves artwork. Yeah, kind
2: of mm-hmm. like, really like that. It almost has some of that. Yeah, it
1: does. Those actually. notes
2: to it because of all like the deep lines
0: running through it. I That's yeah, I cool. can see that.
1: I like those. They both look like they're like carved of wood though, or something. Very nice.
0: Yeah, and each one of them has on the bottom it has their edition. Like this mm. one is the first edition from the Grog Grotto, and the other one is first edition from um, Enchanted Tiki. And then there's two other ones that I got. One is um, this one's both the, this one's from Florida. This is the Jose Bone Tiki. So Jose from uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. Uh, this one's incredible. This one's great for going to be great for like holding pencils or things like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't drink out of these. Typically, I put pencils and pens. Don't in Don't they them seem and like they'd like be that. a painter? So to clean. decorative, yeah. Uh no, not really. Well, maybe,
1: maybe. Like to yeah, wash, this one would right? be. <laughs> as a dish. Yeah,
0: this one would be because it's got a small opening. But most of them have large enough openings that you can you can get in there pretty easily. And then this one I think may be my favorite one. Um, I've had my eye on this for a long time, and actually when I went to um, Patrick's house uh, and got to sit in his tiki room, I got to see one of the editions of these. Um, <laughs> they are indeed a pain to clean. Um, maybe that's why I don't drink out of them. Um. But the uh, this one was one I've had my eye on, and they came out with a new colorway and a new addition, and so Patrick was able to go pick one up for me. Um, and that would be the gargoyle oh, cool. from the Haunted Mansion. And this guy's cool. These, these torches light up. Now, it's kind of yeah. stupid because um, there's no on or off button. There's a tab you pull out, and it's on, and then you have to stick the tab back in to stop it. So I'm not going to do, I'm not going to demonstrate it right now, but how beautiful is this? Um, it's from the haunted mansion. It's a, that one's um, super fun. a gargoyle. And he's kind of like this teal color. Um, and he's just absolutely beautiful. So he's sitting on my shelf now, but these are all the same artist. Super cool guy. I can't remember, um, Patrick in the uh, Jedi in the chat. Could you remind us all who the, um, artist is? Cause I can't remember. You just taught, you just told me who he was the other day. Um, and then I have one other story that I want to share. This story, uh, Tom Walliber, or Walliber, that's the artist. He's hes cool. I just started following him on Instagram if you want to see some of this stuff. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we, we ran the Disney Half Marathon. I told that story last week. Um, well, one of the things that, that they do is they take this picture at the end when you're crossing the finish line. When you finish, like you cross the finish line, everyone raises their hand and everyone's excited and then you get this finisher photo and... Um, that's always like a thing that people post on their socials and, um, but when we were crossing, there were so many people I didn't even, I wasn't even sure we were going to get a finisher photo because there were so many people crossing when we did. And, um, sure enough, a a little bit after we finished, I, we got this, this photo. I'm going to show you. We got this photo. And if you can see me on the right side right there.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Crossing the finish line. I got my hand raised high. I'm holding what yeah. looks to be a disembodied hand wearing a, <laughs> maybe a pink is that shirt. Becca's photo? So this so this is the picture that showed up. All right, this is the picture that showed up, and this is the only picture that showed up for <laughs> oh, no. over a week. For over a week, and Becca w- was checking relentlessly. We were at the park the next day, and she was every thirty seconds seemingly. She kept going back to the app to see and like refreshing to see if it was. If her photo had shown up, she's like, there was a photographer on the other side, too. I I know they snapped my photo. And I'm like, okay, you have to be okay with with this not being like, don't let this ruin your day. We're at the park, whatever, whatever. So she kept checking. She kept checking. She kept checking. Finally, I think she has given up on checking until today. Today, a photo pops up. And sure enough, uh, it's her finisher photo. (laughs) And let me show you her finisher photo. <laughs> That's her right there with the hand in front of her, <laughs> right there. If I can just show you. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry, Becca. Oh, she crossed Lord. the finish line, and the
0: lady in front of her put her, her hand, is, hand like, up
1: perfectly, completely, completely covering <laughs> her face. Where's one of those like
2: like digital photo oh. restoration art artists? Is there one in our community? We need you to give Becca her face back. We need her face back.
1: But then, what do you do with like the lady in front? like <laughs>
0: Who cares? We don't care about her. Yeah, we Just cut her out. do not care if she has no arm. How funny was that? Like I laughed so hard when I saw it, and and she was at Becca, work. Becca, please they came
1: tell through. me that you also laughed very hard about that.
0: <laughs> like I mean, you feel like you have to, right? Like you can't. I don't know. Yeah. You feel like you have to laugh at that after all of the after all of the the turmoil behind it and all of the energy put into it, and one finally comes up. We're like, <gasps> and then no face <laughs> so it seems like a bit of y'all
2: y'all crossed right in the center so it seems like the strategy might be to cross towards cross on one side or yeah. the other side so you're closer to the photographer and you don't risk getting like cut off like that
0: yeah becca wanted me to zoom in on the photo so here we go i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back up one last time there we go there it is <laughs> there,
1: there, there, there it is you should frame that <laughs> we'll crop it yeah in. you should actually frame that because it's honestly funnier than anything <laughs> like <laughs> we'll just crop we'll crop this lady's face
0: we'll crop this lady's face on it because she's really she's really happy <laughs> We just here we go <laughs> all that work congratulations um Anyway, uh, I thought that was a funny story, so I I needed to share that one. That's going to be it for our Around the Table. Up next, we're going to head on over to our Master Categories. Our categories every week are when we talk about the dice we rolled the week before, and those dice give us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. Uh, And so I think I'll start because you guys, are. we're going to have an extended one that's more of a discussion for the the second one. Um, Uh So this past week, I rolled um, present art. And so I'm going to bring up my screen. I'm going to talk about the um, Epcot Festival of the Arts, which just started um, three days ago, four days ago. Oh, wow. And uh, there's a lot of really great art out there. And I want to show everybody um, some of the some of the highlights, at least the things that I've been excited about. So I'm going to bring these up. And so here we are. So this is uh, this is the Epcot Festival of the Arts, just like the general. Like, if you search the, the hashtag, but so there's a lot of really cool like photo opportunities. Um, a lot of these really cool uh, chances for you to get some really good food. And they have this community community. Um, art that they always do where you can come and and paint a specific color in a specific area and it ends up creating this massive mural Um, so they have that going on again this year like they always have Um, and then uh, there's some really really cool stuff that our friends uh, friends of the show have gotten to do and I'm going to highlight some of those things now I'm going to show you some of my favorite pieces um, from the Epcot Festival of the Arts there are so many people that we know who do this show now like it's one of it's, them was just mm-hmm. on the screen one of them was just on the screen and, and i'm gonna feature i'm gonna feature him first so um our friend jay ratner right here um jay ratner used to work for disney he's a, he w- has been on the show before um he used to work for disney he was a graphic designer for disney not so long ago left disney to head over to um funko uh, specifically, heading up graphic design, he's like the lead designer, uh, lead graphic designer for Loungefly, and so cool. now he does all of these things. Well, I guess I could probably just show you some of the things that he does for Loungefly. He does all of these like backpacks and purses mm-hmm. and um, um, like little clutches and things like that. Like he just does all of these things. And ironically, he's told me since since uh, leaving Disney, he does actually more licensed art. of disney characters and illustrations (laughs) of disney characters than he did when he was actually employed by disney i'm Uh, sure and i
2: know that i don't fully know what he did with disney or that it probably evolved but i think he joked one time that he was more of like the guy that designed the sign that that you know went over the employee water fountain
0: that's exactly what it is yeah he was an internal graphic designer so he did all the specifically all the point of sale stuff for people who were doing like selling DVC stuff or for people who were selling pack, like vacation packages and things. He designed the, um, the instructional material that they would use to sell Mm -hmm. things. And that's, that's what he did. But now his work is featured in uh, everywhere, like in hot topics and, uh, Disney stores and, uh, whatever's all over, uh, the world, because that's, that's what he does now. Um, but they, uh, what's really cool, um, he has four pieces that he released this year. I'm going to show you a couple of those pieces. Um, here's the, here's a quick glance at all of those pieces. Um, oh, nice. Let's see if I can just bring this full screen for a second so that everyone can see that. Um, these are these are the four pieces. They're snippets of the four pieces right here. Um, but this piece right here. This piece in particular. Oh, I don't want the video. Hang on. Sorry. We're watching it. Here it goes. I know. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This piece right here is the primary artwork for the event That's this insane. year. So yeah, if you were awesome. to get if you were to go and get the official Epcot poster for the Festival of the Arts, this is the poster that you will get. It is. Um, it it says Jason Ratner on it and everything, but it's this beautiful piece highlighting the, um, the new and old, um, Epcot, like with the, the fountain out front with like the crystal, I don't even know what we call it, like crystal tri-pyramid or something, I don't know, with all the flags (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And, and then you no in front of the, in front of the golf ball, in front yeah, of yeah. the oh, crystal, yeah, that yeah. crystal like sculpture. And then you've got all of the lands and the different things, um, are represented up at the top, but his artwork is the actual featured artwork. And I was super happy for him when I found this out. Um, I feel like it, if anyone,
2: if you could make the comment that someone deserved it, I feel it's, he deserves it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We've always called him. He's our, um, our own Disney prince. Um, <laughs> there we go that's his daughter show showing off her daddy's work right there um so those are that's that's really cool he has a bunch of other pieces and he has uh he has some custom pieces as well so like one of ones this particular piece is another one where he's doing um jewels I don't know how well that's gonna stream that's it's showing okay the he's using um he's using uh, swarovski crystals different size swarovski crystals with this That's tangled awesome. piece so like with the lanterns that are floating up in the sky he has all of these swarovski uh, crystals encrusted in to um, enhance the piece and yeah last on a year
2: canvas like yes, a frank canvas yeah yep
0: and last year he did the same thing with jessica rabbit and her her dress was all sparkly with swarovski crystals and then he mm-hmm. did another custom one-of-one one piece with this hawaiian uh mickey and mini piece with actual like flowers oh, cool. they're they're like um what are they, what are those flowers called they're not plastic they're not vinyl uh, but they're like
1: they're like those kind of foam it's weird yeah, yeah. they're
0: kind of like this foamy color so they, they will or uh, texture but they he, are
1: like um like fake flowers, but they're fake. They look very realistic. Like they look like uh, Hawaiian flowers. Yeah. He
0: embedded these Hawaiian flowers in the base of this piece. So it's another one of one. So really excited for what Jay has going on and what Jay is doing. How much do you think that one of one print is? With the Swarovski crystals. I know how much the one, the Jessica rabbit one was. I believe it was, it was, um, a bit more than 8,000. I believe. It's a lot
1: to mind yeah. me.
0: Again,
2: I love the guy. So the more success to him, the better.
0: Wow, I wouldn't pay that.
1: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I feel like there's a butt coming. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so Becca's going to the to the event tomorrow. She'll let us know what the, the custom, or what, what the prices are for please the custom pieces. Please tell us. Yes, please tell us. Um, I imagine the, the flower one is not going to be nearly as expensive. But the Swarovski crystal one, and the thing is, for all these one of ones that they do, the artist has to pay for it themselves. Yeah, like the artist pays for it themselves. They do all the the, the custom framing, all the custom things like that. So he's out of right. pocket for all of these things. But um, with the success that he's been having these last couple of years, like he, he's he's on a roll. You know, these That's are awesome. these are some really cool. This these are like the final the final pieces um, right here in their full size. His his Wanda and um, Vision piece is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all so, really good. Anyway, so that's that's Jay. Uh, here's another one, Callie Hicks. Uh, she's awesome. Um, talked to her a couple of she's times, Steph. but this is a piece that she did. It's the, it's a Little Mermaid. It's absolutely adorable. I love it so much. Um, that she did a uh, a uh, 101 Dalmatians piece, and all in her style. And this one is, I think, my favorite. Is the goofy movie where you've got the possums and the high dad soup and all that, um, all that stuff, and all of her colors? Just she does a really good job with yeah, color. Yeah, really
1: cool color combination. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She does a great job with that, um, and her style is just adorable. Um, and then I like we've that got
1: focus one. <laughs>
0: yes, and then we've got um, how do we pronounce her name? Amanda Conrad. There it is. Amanda Conrad or Manda Does Doodles is her um, Instagram handle. But she has some really cute pieces this year too. Uh, she's got this Mickey who's painting oh, that Mickey. Minnie really Mouse. True. I might
1: have seen this, you post it.
0: <laughs> this has kind of a Joey Chu um, look to it, like the do style. You know
1: what, do you know what
2: I think of when I see that, by the way? What? Um, it, it, it reminds me of the color wall where people participate because people participate in squares. Yeah. And so you have these kind of like slightly off square almost swatches all over it that to me is uh, reminiscent
0: of that. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. Um, that's a different one, and then she's got oh, this piece I love that one yeah, very, very cool uh so her her work is great and then finally uh stephen thompson Stephen Thompson is an incredible Disney artist. he works for disney proper um he actually does all of the if you have an ornament from Disney from the last six or seven years, it was probably him who designed it uh the sketchbook series is what is what he does. And, um, so all of these um ornaments are wow, let's see if they let's see if they show Stephen Thompson does all these these ornaments, but he also does um artwork, and so these are the three pieces um that he released, and I think they are beautiful. here's the. Ooh. Here's the reveal of the first one. It's Hercules. Love this one. So this gorgeous. Super cool. I love the
1: I love the layout of this. I love how much um, they included. Like yeah, a, like the, the composition is awesome.
0: The composition is is killer. I don't understand yeah. how he how he knows to do this. It's, this is
1: something that I love where like you kind of just like seamlessly bleed one thing into another. Like the way that like the Pegasus wings make the base of those columns like is genius. Yeah.
0: And you and you it's like one of those things where you keep looking at it. And every time you mm-hmm. look at it, you see a little something else. Um, so he did that yeah, piece. I and then he also that. did the Hunchback of Notre Dame, this which is great, too. I um, like all of these. <laughs> I love. And in this one, he has this like all really the little good. the little tokens of the people um stashed around. and he even included the puppet, the the guy from the Feast of Fools, um the jester that's from cute. the Feast of Fools, it included his puppet, which is like if you're a fan of this movie, that's that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stephen Thompson, and then uh, this was his final piece. It was um. The oh, uh, Emperor's new groove. <laughs> and this is great. Like if you look at the if you look at the composition of how he does this, yeah, this, this is, is almost
1: the same thing I was talking about. And this is
0: almost Ollie Mossian in nature, where her the shape of her body with her saggy boobs is <laughs> actually the cavern where um where uh like
1: the where they go like back yes, to back and crawl up. I'm trying to yeah. remember
0: what uh, uh, John um what's uh, the what's uh, Roseanne's
1: John what? Goodman.
0: John Goodman. John Goodman's character <laughs> and David Spade's character, where they go back to back and they're trying to walk up the um, walk mm-hmm. up the cavern. Uh, I guess I can zoom in on that a little bit, um, but that makes up her chest, and he's even got the little like spinach that's in her teeth from the yeah. scene in the movie. It's oh, it's that's really, funny. Really, really. This one well, is really, really good. Really, really well awesome. executed. Um, and you've got the uh, on Kronk. You've got the good Kronk and the bad Kronk on either shoulder. It's it's just <laughs> absolutely. Phenomenal. So that's really um, good. I'm going to take that off screen now. But that is Festival of the Arts. That is just like a very small taste. Great picks. Uh of what's of what's there. Uh, there are so many other artists, like Noah Elias is out there. Jared Mariama has pieces. Do you um, know the number of artists that are represented there? In what I just showed, or total. Oh, total! I can't uh, count to that many, but <laughs> like, I'm saying I was like five. Um, uh, I don't know. It's gotta, it's gotta be a few hundred. It's gotta be a few hundred. Yeah, because not everybody is there
2: for the entire run. Some people, like if I remember the last time we went. Uh, Noah was saying that he was coming out for two days a week and he was flying back and forth and he was there, I think, every weekend. Yeah. Some people will do, like I think, week-long stints or just a few days. So and there's a lot of people filtering through. And
0: that's what's cool. So the artwork is available all the time. So for the next two months, the artwork is available. But they do a lot to bring artists out and actually participate in this. Um, and yeah. so a lot of these artists, all of the artists that I just showed you uh, in this in this little show and tell, all have I believe um times where they're actually going to be there signing so you can actually go meet the artist chat with them talk with them um and uh but the art is available um now and you can get all sorts of stuff and I'm not even talking about like all the figment crazy figment stuff and the the figment buckets like popcorn buckets that are back on sale and everything um yeah the Gideon's artist the guy that does all the artwork for Gideon's that uh is lovably uh, or like lovably hated by Patrick um (laughs) <laughs> all of the like big head big eye stuff he's there um Probably hate it. But not in
1: the Golem style.
0: Yeah yeah yeah, not not in the Golem style. Um but that's uh Festival of the Arts. It's uh this year seems like a really good year to be there and I missed it by a week. So I may try to find another weekend to get down there before it's over because they do have also like all the food stuff and special food like festival food um connected with it and that's why people love going to Epcot. Um, for the food, and then we can ride Cosmic Rewind while we're there too, so it seems sure, like a good yeah. time to go. I mean, to we can't because I'm not going to go, but sure. You could though. Well, we want to
1: ride that ride so. bad. I got to
0: do that whole like big trip and you know pay for that. Nobody cares. (laughs) You're gonna cancel that trip three days beforehand anyway. So just (laughs) just know that that's gonna happen. That's literally been happening for like four (laughs) years now. Yeah, that trip's never gonna happen. It's it's yeah, it's fine. I don't even know that it's gonna happen, but I'm telling myself (laughs) it's gonna happen. Okay, that's gonna be it for my category. Um, Let's jump over Lauren into yours.
1: All right. So I got Future TV, and Patrick got a one, so we're gonna combine into one super category. For our most anticipated shows of 2023. So, the way this is gonna work is each of us, we're gonna go around the circle and pick one show that we are looking forward to. We're not gonna do any repeats. So, I asked them to come with more than three just in case, um, just because we're only gonna talk about nine shows. I feel like we should pick different ones because there are so many cool shows coming out this year. Like, I feel like last year we had a lot of really good shows, and n- now we have to wait so long in between seasons. Like, for a little while, I was like, a little bummed out that we're not going to have, like, you know, no more Rings of Power, no more Andor, no more Game of Thrones, you know, this year or maybe even next year. But there's still quite a good lot of good things to be excited about. So let's talk about some of them. I picked one first that I know neither of you guys will pick because I don't think you ever watched the first season. But I am... So excited that Yellow Jackets is coming back. That was oh, one of my... Let me take that off my list real quick. That was the, <laughs> that, that was, was my one second. of my favorite shows from last year. Uh, I talked about it a lot, but it's about like a girls' soccer team that crash lands in the wilderness and they go to drastic lengths to survive. Um, there's kind of two timelines that the story's told through, like when they're actually like um, in the crash and in the wilderness surviving, and then when they're older um, as adults. So like it's a really cool like seeing how those two um, worlds connect and everything. And they have a lot um, of uh, new survivors cast. So I think it'll be a really great season. And Elijah Wood is going to be in it. And I love him. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Really, really excited that uh, Yellow Jackets will be back March 26th this year. Um, Andrew, you can have it. All right. uh, March 1st the Mandalorian oh, is my number two <laughs> the Mandalorian and yes. the poster
0: was released today actually the for... trailer
1: was also released like while we're talking <laughs> I haven't thanks Siri um, I have not seen the
0: trailer yet but the poster was released and I was very excited for the poster uh, Mandalorian comes back uh, talking about Pedro Pascal in mm-hmm. full daddy mode he's protecting Grogu uh, like the the good daddy he is you like hearing me say good daddy Patrick <laughs> yeah. I can't afford it. <laughs> um kidding. but the Mandalorian comes back. Uh it feels like it's season four, but really it's only season three because mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett was like Mandalorian season two and a half.
1: I've heard it's I, called the Mid on another podcast. Can't get that out of my head. the, the Mid Delorean. Okay, yeah. I'm board
2: that. i that. I don't need to watch the show, but wow, what I just so want to go stand on that set. To stand in that yeah. like three like almost yeah. three hundred and sixty degree screen, mm-hmm. um, oh, that's got to be just amazing. It's got to be I just mean, a- amazing to be
1: in the the like yeah. volume thing. I mean, it's cool, but right. I would rather be on like the sets of stuff where you're like actually in like the castle of Game of Thrones or whatever. <laughs> He's done that too. I've already, been there. <laughs> that, I've, I've already done that. Actually, so. <laughs> but it is I want to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also super hyped for Mandalorian. That was my like literally. I've made like a list of ten just for fun, and that was number two for me because like that's going to be one of the coolest shows this year. And Pedro Pascal is just going to crush it.
0: <laughs> he's going to crush it. He's he's just good. He like he's owns big.
1: 2023 right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, he really does. Um, okay, Patrick, what's your first one? Season two of The Bear. It's not
2: coming out till uh, later this uh, summer. Um, yeah, they haven't. I don't on I on think the they've done too. the exact date, but let's call it July. But season two of the Bear is supposed to be coming this year.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was coming this year. That would have totally. Been I, I was like yeah.
1: nervous to put that on my list because it doesn't have a hard date. And like I looked up the like schedule, and I'm like, that's a maybe. But like, like I can't wait for that show. Like, I the first season was excellent. I, I'm it'll worried be about it honestly.
2: Like the the first season was so tight that I'm worried about revisiting. And and they completed the arc as well, like it like we didn't we didn't leave on a on any type of cliffhanger, and so because yeah, a of great that, ending. <laughs> I'm worried about picking it up because you really don't need to pick it back up. We could just make up the happily ever after portion. Um, I I I hope that this may already be out there. I have not looked, but I kind of hope there's some level of like. 20 years later, or like 10 years later, and it picks up the story instead of picking up
0: right from the moment I don't want it to be 20 out. years later because then it'll be a different actor. And no, he's it's and still he gonna be did such a great job. Like, he he could pull 10 years later, I think he could do that. But uh, I mean, there is a little bit that of that would a,
1: actually be more interesting to it, me 10 years later. But I would be so and sad if we're seeing the bear yeah.
0: restaurant like so we never got to see the bear restaurant so i think there is there is more story to be told there they they could screw it up for sure like i i understand the apprehension or at least the 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 leeriness of kind of wading into those waters but there is more story that can be told in this new environment and so from that perspective i'm like yeah i'm I'm here for it i just need
2: more maddie matheson Mm-hmm. And I need. Uh, I actually want more Joe McHale. Weirdly enough, we only saw him for a grand total of like forty seconds for the entire season. Joe McHale was in
1: the show. Yeah, I was like, I don't. Yes, remember he's
2: who. the. He's like the New York chef that Carmi worked under. That oh sure. Like there's that, some that's flashbacks. Kind of an interesting character okay. to come. There's back. some yeah. flashbacks to him working for a chef, and so I'm saying that I like Joe. I kind of so, want yeah. him brought back in, and maybe explore that relationship more there could be obviously the the first season is exploring the relationship with him and his family so maybe now we can start exploring like professional relationships yeah
0: yeah and having a bit of redemption in there too with with uh going toe-to-toe and like that yeah i could see some really cool stuff and i think
1: honestly like Time more time with every like the rest of the staff is like what I craved the most after season one. Like I just wanted to spend time with these people and like know more about them. So like one off episodes about anybody on that in that kitchen I'm interested in.
0: That's so funny because I didn't care about any of them. And anytime they would explore any of those characters, <laughs> I mean <I didn't>, <laughs> anytime time it would, ex- here. <laughs> anytime they would explore like if an episode would 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 spend time there, I was thinking like I want more with uh, what's the character's name? Carmi. Carmi. I wanted yeah. more. I wanted more with Carmi. And any moment that wasn't with him, I was frustrated. I'm like, just bring it back to Carmi because he was my favorite character in Shameless. He is such an, an incredible actor. Basically, at the end
2: of the uh, the season, he has an out. That's as much as I'll say in case you haven't seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be funny if he turned around and just fired everybody. <laughs> it's Just like, I'm going to go hire real people now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, that's a good fine. one. That was a good, good, good selection. Yeah.
1: Great choice. I, I like had that on my, like, I don't know if this technically counts. You missed list it, Lauren. Of, no, can't but I. You can't act well, like you had it. You didn't have it. It's I'm just gone. super happy they were talking about you it. You missed Jeez. it. Jeez. You guys should fist fight.
0: I honestly think Apparently. Lauren
1: would win. I think Lauren would
0: win. <laughs> yeah, I would try to run away. trip, Patrick and hurt would be myself. too scared to, to hit you. He'd turn and trip over a chair and break his neck. That's what would happen. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, my next pick is also going to be still in Star Wars land, and that is going to be the Ahsoka series that is does not have a date, but is like announced to come out this year. And I didn't even
0: put it on my list because I knew you were going to put it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this really tags on with Mando because, like, one of the things that I'm very curious to see in Mando is like they're probably going to set up this show a bit, and uh, knowing how much Mando crossed over with Book of Boba Fett, I'm wondering if Ahsoka will cross over for a few episodes within Mando and then set up for that show to come next. I'm, I'm so excited. I like, it looks like live action rebels, which is my favorite star Wars thing in the galaxy far, far away. So like having like all these characters get introduced in the live action universe. I'm so excited for like people to know about like the ghost crew and Hera and Ezra and Thrawn. Like this is going to be a really fun time in star Wars land. (laughs)
0: History of the world. Part two is, um, if you're familiar with history of the world, part one, it is a, an, a film from the eighties, right? Like mid eighties. Yeah. I think that's right. Done by, um, it's not, it's not a movie Jedi. It's a television show Mm -hmm. and it's from, Oh, it's from the seventies. Then it must be the late seventies. Okay. So it's a Mel Brooks joint Mm -hmm. and, um, it, it features the movie. It features, um, three different like main, like three different historical stories from a different perspective. And, done in the way that only Mel Brooks can tell it. Um, yeah. and the show will do a similar thing. It will be a, a, a satirical look at different historical events. Um, and there's a handful of them and I wish I had pulled up in front of me who was going to be in this show because it's, it's I be saw ag- the
1: commercial, the like, or, sorry, the trailer the other day, at, like, I saw it as a commercial, which is why I said that. But I was, like, shocked. I was like, this looks like so much fun. I'm really excited for this. It's something I, like, never expected to come out either. So, like... You know, like I thought the joke is that it's just part one and there's never a part two. That was, and that was, that was the original
0: thought. That was the original idea. And this is going to be on Hulu. Buckle up. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be richly Jewish and very irreverent <laughs> and very funny. So I'm, I'm really excited about this show. It's going to be on Hulu. Justified City Primeval. Oh, Listen, justified is one of my
2: guilty pleasures. No, not at all. I, oh. I, it's a show that is very beloved. <laughs> I would struggle to find a better written show from line 1 to like the final line in the in the final episode. Like like genuinely like the the mm. it actually feels like someone planned it out from the beginning and it's one of the few shows that doesn't just continue to go off the rail and then scramble to wrap things up. I think my favorite like bad guy arc is, is it season three or is it season four that has, like, Madge? I think, like, that's, like, my favorite one. Padge. She
1: works in uh, shipping. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lauren. <laughs> <Lord. laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I am taking a risk with this one because there's a chance this won't come out in 2023. But if there's even a chance, I feel like I have to include this on my list. And that would be season five of Fargo when that comes out. Um, I absolutely love Fargo. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. One season stars Jesse Plemons, in fact. Uh, Each season is like an anthology you can pick up at any point, like any season, as long as you watch the first episode first, you're in good shape. It's like literally a whole different cast every time. There's almost no connection between seasons. Like, you really have to look for it. And it's not important when it, there is any connections, to be honest. Um, it's just a really great anthology show that's, like, always really brilliant crimes. The the cast for this one is just as good as any previous season. The kind of three leads are going to be Juno Temple, John Hamm, and Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, Steve from Stranger Things is also in it. Like, there's a lot of really cool actors. They're going to be in it, which is kind of one of their specialties. And the, the only, like, tease that they've really given is that it is a... Set in 2019, when a kidnapping is not a kidnapping, and what if your wife isn't yours? And that's literally like the only sentence that's left out, but that's totally how Fargo works. Like, (laughs) love it. Yeah. I I always love this show. Like, always recommend Fargo. Like, you don't ever need to have even seen the movie to watch the show. It's just totally brilliant. It's great.
0: I'm going to finish things off with a little show that we like to call Succession. Uh, And Succession season four comes out in the spring and I cannot wait to see, I can't wait to have my insides um, become my outsides for the, for those. That's another show
1: where like I literally watch it and it makes me angry, but I can't stop watching. Like, (laughs) same. it makes me so
0: (laughs) nervous. Every yeah. episode I watch, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, if they could just work together, if they would just <laughs> like- talk
1: to each other, it's like Arrested <laughs> Development, but like a really serious version where it's like, like feels like life and death every episode. Like,
0: <laughs> um, so I'm very excited about Succession. I know that you are too, Patrick. Um, so if you were going to say that, I'm sorry, but that's uh- I will
1: say I do think Succession is maybe running towards the end of its track in general. Like, I can't see this show going on for ten seasons. Like, I think no. like. Five, six is very reasonable for this kind of show. So, like, we're now in the, like, I would say, like, back half of the series, probably.
2: This is going to sound wild. Kind of wish they would take out some characters to shift Ooh. the conversation a bit. I kind of wish, like, the, daughter. the dad would have <gasps> a heart attack day one. Or, like, the son would have an <laughs> overdose. Or, like, the daughter would just leave the family. Like, yeah, I, I almost wish they would remove part of the conversation and force the conversation the conversation to change. yeah. Here's what you do. Next season, they wake up, they lost uh control of the company in some type of like uh you know, like board takeover. Hostile takeover, yeah. And um all of their bank accounts are locked. And they find themselves in a motel, Shits
0: Creek. That's what and I was then, just gonna say. And
2: now the they have to a run setup. a motel
0: together. <laughs> the whole thing was a setup for for Shits Creek Two: Electric Boogaloo. It, listen, if you want to have a tomahto, you're gonna have to break a few Gregs, and that's all I have to say about that. All right, Patrick, what do you got? This
2: series came out this past week. It is called The Traders, and The Traitors is T R A
1: D or like T R A I T R. Oh ah.
2: yeah. The traitors.
1: And this is actually this you feel good?
2: a spin. <laughs> or not a spin. It's a direct copy of a British television show called The Traitors. Uh, it's filmed in the same location. Uh, and it's um uses a lot of the same um like games and mechanisms, but it's a reality show. Twenty-two people are put in a house. Uh this is Werewolf come to life. Three of them <laughs> are told they are traitors. Everyone else isn't. Once a day,
0: they one kill night someone in the ultimate werewolf, not yeah. an actual werewolf. Right, right. It's the like ultimate game. werewolf. <laughs> the yes. card game. For people who are maybe confused, this is one <laughs> night ultimate werewolf come yeah. to life.
2: Okay. So once a day, the traitors get to kill someone. And once a day, all the people in the house get to vote to kill someone that they think could be a traitor. If when the game gets to the end, if it gets to there and there's a single traitor left in the house... Traders get the money. And if it gets there and there's no traders left in the house, then everyone else gets the money. Um
0: and that that's that's the game. Let me ask you this question. Is this a game I would be good at? Like if I was a show Absolutely,
2: and it's it's I told McKinsey I would kill you first because I know you'd be good at it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what if we were, do we, would we both know that we're uh, that we are um it is true traders? the traders know the, who the other traders are. so what if we were both traders would you feel better about your chances knowing that absolutely that? Nice. I feel better. so it's um it's uh,
2: there's three traders in a house of 22 people that's the mix and uh i i'm just loving it so that's the traders it's on peacock if you need some uh some type of reality tv fix Something you maybe not haven't seen watch that. If you do like it, then you can go watch the actual BBC version. I believe there's one season of the BBC version, and I think it just wrapped up in December. So this is all like fairly fresh.
0: Um, okay, well that was a that was a fun that was a fun round. Um, yeah, awesome. So that was Patrick and Lauren's kind of meshed together uh, so that yeah. we could have a, an Giant. elongated conversation. Um, So let's roll our dice and figure out what we're talking about for next week. And then we're going to head out of this episode. Yeah, let me um, throw
2: out two things real quick um, mm -hmm, for our listeners. One is that we are going to do a bit more stuff uh, on stream. We're going to be looking at your setups and rating them. So if you want to be a part of that type of stuff in the future, make sure you check out the Twitch stream (laughs) stream. Um, and join our Like Slack. immediately following this episode. Right, you're not going to catch it today because if you're right. listening to the podcast, you've missed it. It, it was the two days is ago. if you want to participate in cool things like that, very visual uh, things that require input, then you have to go to a platform that's very visual and allows you to give real-time input. So we're doing that on Twitch now. Um, so make sure you join Twitch so in the future you can be part of that. The other thing is we have two videos up on YouTube. One is detailing how you can actually help dm a game with chat gpt and also use chat gpt to help build out uh, a setting or or a um a session uh for dungeon dragons i recommend checking that out it's actually it's super fascinating super fascinating and the other one is that we have a video describing the DD uh you know wotc ogl hasbro situation we'll explain what all those things are and what's going on it's on YouTube right now as well, so make sure you check that out if you want to know what all the uh, the fuss is about in the Dungeons and Dragons community. So.
1: I'm right. also going to throw out that we are still doing our cultural osmosis for The Lord of the Rings. We're nearly at the end, though. We have just the second half of The Return of the King left to talk about on stream. Um, we are doing a contest that's still open. So if you want to perform any of your favorite scenes from Lord of the Rings, you can win these really cool art books that I have for all of the movies. This is the one for Return of the King. They're like nice hardcover art books. With I saw
0: them in real life the other day, the and movie. they're really nice.
1: Yes, these are super cool. They're literally like, I have my own copies and they're one of, some of my favorite books that I own in my whole collection of many books. Uh, but yeah, so check that out. Next week we will be on talking about Return of the King after Andrew has watched it.
0: I rolled a 19, Lauren. If it were my character in D&D, that would count as a crit. Nice. Yeah, because I get it in 19 and 20.
1: You got architecture.
0: Nice. Thank you. Alright, I rolled a two and a
1: one. So a past something. I don't remember if we've ever gotten this one, but you got the front page. Yeah. Yeah. So a nice.
0: past front page. So just anyone. I feel like that's that kind of an oxymoron, don't you think?
1: We <laughs> landed on the moon? No I way. also got a nineteen. <laughs> that's so great. Patrick. Gotta re-roll. Oh no.
0: <laughs> I I went to that I went to the Stanley Hotel and I saw in the which is where they filmed that movie they still have in the lobby bar they still have the the moon landing um, newspaper framed on the wall from the movie I love that 15 now
1: oh and I got 16 so we are different (laughs) you got fashion and I got film okay all right.
0: so on that note, you can find show notes and links to all the stuff that we talked about over at M of one network, as well as an archive full of all sorts of episodes. Um, gosh, so many episodes. It's just it's just a plethora of episodes. Um, so go to M of one network to find that there. You can join the conversation on Slack. Just go to M of one network slash Slack and you can pick up these conversations in the middle of the day we talk about all this stuff and more inside of that slack channel so just join us in there it's people from all over the world all the time it's a great time join us won't you and then you can catch us live like patrick said never miss an episode right here on twitch or youtube just go to twitch.tv slash m of one podcast or respectively youtube.com slash m of one podcast um to watch this live you can follow and subscribe if you subscribe you uh you don't even have to pay your own money to uh, money to do that on Twitch you can just use Jeff Bezos's prime dollars and spend it on us and we get a couple of dollars from that and it's it's free for you um but you do that each month and that helps us out so much and follow so you never miss an episode there's always something happening Uh, We typically have shows happening now at least twice a week. That tends to be our rhythm now. At least twice a week, there's something happening on the Twitch feed, but you won't know that unless you're following. Um, So join us right there. And then finally, subscribe, rate, and review everywhere that podcasts are sold. But this podcast is free. um, So all of those places, when you subscribe, um, it helps us out. When you rate, it helps us out. But it really helps us out when you review the show and tell us what you think We know that there are way more listeners than there are reviews, which means some of you are just not telling us what you think. Give us your thoughts and your feedback. We will read it on air. If you give us funny voices, we will read them in those funny voices. Um, But on that note, I think we're going to get out of this episode for now. My name is
1: Andrew. My name is Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. Bye. Bye. I'm